step out into this room and it's very large. You see what looks like kind of stadium seating and in the center, suspended between the two bridges, is this large, like a stage or an altar. And then on top of the altar is this large three-pronged claw and it's holding a large chalice. And I will put my hand out and I will grab the chalice. Your hand turns into uh, like a ghostly shape. You hear, thank you, in your head, literally rising up from the void. You see a round, ball-looking creature, multiple tentacles flowing off of its head. And then, like, middle of one of the wave actions, just a little Hadouken right at him. So it hits, and it just incinerates it. And then you guys hear a loud crack sound of stone breaking. Yeah, we might need to get out of here, guys. I agree. Let's take off. Yeah, <laughs> start running. And you charge through and the dust crumbles. And then you, you feel the rumble kind of all around you and you notice the earth in front of you guys and schmucks down a little bit, caving in whatever other things might have been down there. So Thaddeus and Azir, I think it was you two that was up top for the last game, right? Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, so you guys have basically just caused a very large, very loud earthquake. Yeah, we need to get out of here. Yeah, guys, um, that earthquake is probably going to alarm the gnolls that were camped uh, north <laughs> some direction <laughs> from here. <laughs> He uh, points in a random direction. <laughs> yeah. Grassward. Um, so, yeah, we need to get out of here. Like, stat. To the boat. To the boat. To the airship. Okay. Are we running for it? Oh, we're yeah. We're, we're hoofing it. All right. Another athletics check, please. Oh, so much running. God dang it. Uh, 21 for Alfred. Uh, six for Thaddeus. Four for Talon. 15 for Azir. This time, Talon and... Thaddeus, you both suffer one level of exhaustion. Mm-mm. Are you all going to keep going? How far away are we from the boat? Probably one more run. One more good run. Because essentially what you're doing is you're, I guess mechanically, you're adding to your distance that you can run, right? Like you're exerting yourself to move fast. Yeah, that's a that's a metric that has con saves during chases. Yeah, but I'm doing it with uh, athletic chases. Yeah. What does this one point of exhaustion do? No, the, the level. Or level? It's the same thing as the d- deserts. Yeah. Disadvantage on ability checks? Yeah, that's the correct. I just, I have this thing. I also memorized the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. Uh, okay. As we're running, all of the uh, talons start disappearing <laughs> one by one. <laughs> well, if we keep running, you guys are going to have trouble, though, because you'll have disadvantage Talon, on this yeah. next check. Can you give me a uh, roll on your other talons? It does hit the duplicate. Okay, so one of your duplicates disappears as you see a knoll spear oh, poking into the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys kind of do that terrified movie slow motion look behind you. Oh, shit. <laughs> and you see uh, about <laughs> 20 knolls charging at you through the through the trees, or through the uh, grasses. Now, the bonus is, is that only four get to attack at a time because they only have a limited amount of spears and the grass gives you guys as much cover as it gives them. Mm-hmm. But now it really is a race to get onto the ship and get the fuck out of here. So I need another athletics check from all of you. Come on. Are we at disadvantage then? Yeah, if it's, a, if it's 
This oh, is ability a, check. check. Okay, yeah, you're right. If I'm not going to run and I'm just going to use normal speed, I don't have to do that, right? Yeah, but they will catch you. What if I throw a wall of fire behind us? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is awesome. That would be your action then, yeah, instead yep. of running. Yep, so Talon's going to, like, drop back. Like, you guys are sprinting full speed, and then all of a sudden I'm not there. And then all of a sudden, fire <laughs> oh, just blows up behind you. <laughs> nice. The other three just stop for a second. Oh, yeah. Bravo. Bravo. <laughs> I checked my uh, kilt for some marshmallows. <laughs> also, though, this is grass, so you're probably still yep. going to want to move. <laughs> yep. All right, so the whole thing turns into one giant towering inferno of hell basically and you hear yelps and howls as the hyenas that were at the very or the the, uh, the gnolls that were at the very front of the pack get woofed into the flame you hear commands being shouted in a non-knoll voice but in their language and it sounds like just that like reorganization order you probably have just enough to get to the boat before they get around it we should get to the boat yeah, yeah. Okay, so you guys run up to the boat. You're just like beat and exhausted, and the and the the crew kind of took the uh, giant inferno as a as a hint, and have started <laughs> prepping the the balloon. Uh, what are you guys going to do to help? Pass out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one of the things that would help it go up faster. I guess. Like, I don't know if we dropped anchor. Do we oh, need to? Do they still have balloons? They're using balloons, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Talon's going to help with the fire under the balloons. <sighs> okay. Cool. I'm just going to run and shout, Jock, start the engine! There's the fire behind us. <laughs> yeah, Thaddeus, I don't know, looks around for some kind of anchor or something that might be holding it down and pulls it up if there is one. They're probably Okay. Uh, Azir, do you want to help him with that? Sure, I'll help. Okay, why don't you guys give me strength checks? I'm the weakest of the bunch. You can have advantage because you're using, like, the crank system. Yeah. Yeah. Complex machine. Oh, but... So, I'm so still Thaddeus, exhausted, right? So I Correct. So you just roll normal. Oh, my <laughs> God. Seven. Oh, wait. Seven. Seven. <laughs> yeah. And his ear? Eight. Eight. <laughs> so, you guys are struggling, and a couple of the sailors come over to you, and it's like, it's okay, we got it. <laughs> <laughs> and at this point, um, does anyone... I can't remember your ACs off the top of my head. Does anyone have... 18? I have 18. Azir okay. has armor class 18. So you are missed. The spear hits you and bounces off your armor. Oh no. I deflect. Oh. Yes. You deflect it. Do you want to throw it back at them? I do. Yeah. <laughs> we could try to hit another spear coming at us, right? Ouch. What do you do with it? Let's see. So I can deflect it. So I'm just going to like do a roundhouse kick and Pick the spear back at them. It goes 20 feet and long range is 60 feet. So, mm-hmm. wait, does it go back through the wall of fire and light on fire? And- no, they're on the other <laughs> side of it this time. Oh, I don't know if this matters, but when that wall of fire went up, they would have taken 30 on a Oh, yeah, save. You, you killed over half of the. Okay. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> These are new dudes. Yeah, so just, uh, I guess I, I kick it back. Towards the uh, the guy who threw it. Yeah, do you roll an attack or do you just roll damage? Oh, sorry. And actually, no, I can't do it. I have to do it when it hits me. I can only do it when it hits me. Oh, right. You have deflect missiles. Uh, right. The dr- these are two different things. Yeah, sorry. I can't do it. Right. 
because it didn't hit me. Right. But if it if it did hit me, I could reduce the damage, and if I reduce the damage to zero, I can catch it and throw it can back. Can you let it hit you? Gotcha. No. It, In the meantime, you still roundhouse kick it out of the way, and it doesn't <laughs> hit you. <laughs> this looks good. <laughs> yeah, it just looks awesome. All right, Azir, uh, sorry, Thaddeus, you take eight from a spear that hits you. Alfred, you take seven, and Talon, right. you'll take five. So, as that reduces me to negative six health, <laughs> I drop to the ground, but not before turning to my friend Azir and sing a, hum a couple bars, Drunk in Love by Beyonce Knowles, <laughs> <laughs> to cast Mage Hand to, f- to flip off the Knowles as I die. <laughs> uh, you can have inspiration. You're not dead, you're just at zero or unconscious. I just kind of say, it. he died the way he lived. <laughs> yeah, so Flipping off the Knowles. <laughs> And just as you guys think all is lost and Alfred is down and it's just starting to like, you see a flood of gnolls come in, uh, you rise up out of the plains and into the sky and out of range of their spears. Azir, I need you to stay plugged in, the rest of you unplug for a sec. Okay. In the flickering light of the wall of fire, you see step almost through the flaming wall. You can't tell if it was like an optical illusion or just the way the fire is starting to spread into the planes. Elon staring up at you. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you pass through a cloud and lose sight. All right. Very good. Can the guys plug in? They can. Yeah. So do we know what happens to the chalice or whatever when you die? Like, is it still on your person? I don't know. Oh, by the way, I, I'm pretty sure I saw Elon on oh, over really? this side of the boat. But But on the ground, right? Yeah. <laughs> He's the, he's the one commanding them. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was him. Fucking Alon. Fucking Alon. Okay, so uh, you guys start making your way back to Jordan's Crossing. I take it. Yeah, uh, we need to go to Jordan's Crossing and then back to uh, what was it, Hillstown, where we started. <laughs> I say when we get back there, we need to talk to. Um, well, actually, we should probably just talk to the Jordan at Jordan's Crossing about Alon. Yeah. And how he seems to be commanding an army of gnolls, mm-hmm. how he's stolen one of these sacred artifacts, and we have one of the others, uh, and uh, he seems to be a bad dude. And then we need to go back and talk to Lady Alicia and tell her what we found out about our friends, the worshippers of Malay. I mean, there's no indication that they're all bad. I mean, I, I want to talk to Murray, who's the shepherd of the church, because I still trust him. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of stuff going on lately. I guess I just don't get what makes Lady Alicia any better than the other ones. She's paying us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 don't, uh, I don't trust the Malays, Malays <laughs> Mal, uh, the Malay worshippers, and uh, I don't trust Elon. I do know that we're supposed to get some money if we give a report. So that's like the least worst thing we can do is to say, this is happening, and then give us money. Do we really need the money, though? (laughs) (laughs) You can have inspiration, my friend. Nice. Yeah, so, yeah. First first things first, I, I think we need to talk to the Jordan or if we can, whoever the highest person in government that we can talk to and just let them know there's an army of gnolls in the, in the grassy plains there. Yeah, and we have to be careful because, I mean, there's... We can assume Elon probably knows where we're going and we don't know what kind of abilities he has in terms of teleportation. I mean, we knew he could teleport out of there, so we'll have to keep watch for him for sure. Oh, snap. You think he can teleport to Jordan's Crossing before we get there? I have no idea. Look for white chalk circles. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, What say you, Alfred Talon? 
Yeah, let's go back and give Lady Alicia a report. Yep. And then let's find these worshippers again and tell them. This is this is David trying to figure out. I, I don't remember how we got to Elon. Who's referenced? Yeah, was he? M- Murray. Murray referenced Elon. Yeah. He's he's the priest, the high priest, right? Like he kind of became yeah. he became the leader yeah. de facto. I also want to point out that nobody wanted to tell Lady Alicia anything. You were all doing this for Murray. Yeah, I said we didn't have anything to report to Lady Alicia at the time. Like, what were we going to say? Murray tells us to go to this place, and then we go to that place, <laughs> right? So, like, now we have some intrigue to report. That Murray asked us to hook up with this guy, Elon. Elon led us uh, towards these uh, ancient artifacts and then tried to kill us and take them. And uh, apparently nobody knows who Elon is from the the transporting party that took us to these these sites so that's something to report i'd say and also we need to tell the jordan when we land in jordan's crossing so we'll do one of those we'll do one of those movie style fast forwards where you're actually in front of the jordan right now telling her this okay (laughs) (laughs) so what i just said (laughs) so you guys can have a long rest okay yeah that's probably we uh lose that exhaustion level then Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, so we tell the Jordan, like, hey, does she recognize the name Elon? She does. Yeah, so we tell her, like, he came recommended to us. and uh, Good Yelp reviews. And he, yeah, <laughs> zero stars, would not use again. Uh, yeah, he betrayed us, and he's trying to steal these artifacts. Who knows what he's going to do with them? There were tons of abominations out there. He might be the person uh, bringing these abominations to life. So as you're saying this, a representative of the... Um Dwarves, who's in the court listening to all of this, steps forward, and uh, the Queen's sentry acknowledges uh, Lord Iverson. And Iverson says, "My lady, um, it is well known within the court and all of those of us who have been in Jordan's Crossing for a long time that Aelon is among one of the groups that have saved this city multiple times over. Are we certainly to believe these strangers suddenly decided to come in and tell us that he's been evil all along?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever, I'm, I'm, maybe it wasn't Elon, but like talk to uh, Captain Centaur, dude. Gideon. Captain Gideon. He didn't even remember that Elon was on the boat with us. Uh, something definitely weird is going on. Maybe Elon's dead. The real Elon's dead and like shoved in a locker somewhere. But uh, whoever was on the boat with us and on the floating island and in the grassy plains, calling himself Elon, uh, is not a nice guy. And uh, very, very likely is uh, possessed or hosting a, a demon. Okay. So we're going to dip out, but, <laughs> you Thanks. know, there might be like a null army coming towards Jordan's Crossing soon. Wait. Deal with it. <laughs> that's, that's, when, that's when the queen's sort of like uh, the Jordan, she stops and looks at you and says, I'm sorry, so you have created a scenario in which... A Noel army may be coming towards our city by actions that you took, and now you're simply leaving? Uh, we're just four dudes. We're not like an army. Uh, right. I would, I would expect protecting Jordan's crossing to be the Jordan's job. Oh, it entirely is. And as the Jordan, and she gives you one of those, like, death glares, <laughs> I've decreed that you shall aid in that defense of the city, since you are the reason for its need of a defense. Hey, you guys had a null problem, like, as soon as we got here, we were attacked by gnolls. A null problem, my young man, has nothing to do with us. A null invasion has to do with you. Hmm. 
Everybody. You still got Dimension Door? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if I could group hug this guy for a second. <laughs> Team Huddle. Guys. <laughs> um, okay, I can bring one willing person with me. I, I, can, I can give the other one flying, the one invisibility. <laughs> Just out of curiosity, when that dwarf spoke up, did he or she, did you see, obviously there was some defensiveness, but it did... Did that individual seem defensive to the point where uh, he or she didn't like us anymore? Like, to the point where it's like, don't besmirch this person? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. But more shock than it was, than it was just outright insult all of a sudden. Okay. What's up, critters? It's your main half-elf Talon. Just wanted to thank you all for continuing to support the show this season, and we hope you're enjoying it. And we will continue to use our supporter names in future episodes. To get idolized in Roll to Hit lore, you can donate at patreon.com slash roll to hit. If you can't spare the coin but still want to give back, leave us a review on iTunes or however you listen to us. And share us with your friends using the hashtag roll to hit. You can reach out to us directly on Twitter or Instagram at The Commentist, and you can find all of our episodes and other shows on our network by going to thecommentist.com. Once again, thank you so much for listening and sending us your love, fan art, and more. We appreciate you so much. Now back to the show. Yeah, well, we'll stick around and help you defend Jordan's Crossing. And I'll be there to point out Elon when he's leading the <laughs> army uh, against you guys. And we'll be there to take him out because we're those kinds of guys. Also, I would like some new darts and javelins because <laughs> I'm all out. <laughs> Fine, she says. I'm also going to need a quarter staff plus three. <laughs> That's a quarter staff of bonk bonk. <laughs> Should have picked it up. So uh, she snaps her fingers. And a very large person steps forward with, like, the huge broad shoulders and the visor down on their helmet. Incredibly well armored. And she says, um, Commander Michaels. And he just kind of nods. She says, take them to the barracks. Get them what they need. Prepare for an attack. And he nods again without saying a word. And then just kind of looks at you guys and gives one of those, like, head tilts to follow. All right, do let's. What do you guys need as far as weaponry? I'd like my armor replaced. It got damaged by that acid. Mm, yeah. So either have it repaired or just get a new piece of studded leather armor. Yep, they can do that. Okay, so my AC is back to 14. I, I don't know if this is the time to do this, but uh, can we prepare, I guess, the city? Like, do they have any kind of ballistae that we can... Or is that like a, a after this? Like, is this right now just personal arms? I'm just curious about personal arms first. Okay. I assume this is like normal weapons. This is not like they don't have any magical weapons or anything. Do you have a back room with some uh, extra flavor? <laughs> <laughs> they do. Oh. Ooh, you said the magic weapons. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Azir. Yep. So Commander Michaels gives you a javelin. Yeah. And maybe some shuriken and smoke bombs. <laughs> the javelin. <laughs> The javelin has a uh, yellow strikes going down it, and the blade part, the the tip, yep. looks like it's made out of like topaz. Just the tip, though. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, like I have one of these or several of these. One. Okay. Greedy over there. Damn. It's a thrown uh, weapon. Yeah. <laughs> so get it then. <laughs> 
Can you like a t- can you tie like fishing line to it? So I need to get it back. <laughs> the old fishing trick. <laughs> fishing line. Trick. I'll rope it around my neck so I never lose it. Do you have helmets that would fit a hippogriff? <laughs> tiny t- tiny knight's helmet. We do have the chef's hat over here. That means nothing to me. I want my hippogriff to be protected. And maybe the hippogriff wants to use costumes because it's related. No son of mine. <laughs> is, it like, is it like a helmet for a halfling I, I can use? Sure, there'd be there'd be a, uh, like a it'd be like horse gilding. Nice. I put the tiny helmet on <laughs> Wellesley. Okay. And Talon. Yes, sir. You're the sorcerer, right? I am. Allegedly. <laughs> uh, you get plus eight to ice-based attacks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, piss off! I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, they give you a cloak uh, that has um, deep blues, and the trim is uh, is like a white, and you see on it the symbol of an older god. Some might even say it's an OG. <laughs> uh, do I know if it does anything, or does it just look real badass? It looks really badass. Okay, okay. And then you'll have four. <clears throat> Does it match the gloves that I have that are black leather and purple trim? <laughs> uh, yes, it does. All right, good. So I'm putting together a set now. That, <laughs> yeah. is my new, that is my new goal. Fashion D&D. Mm. Literally noted. <laughs> cool. Building set. Okay, and Alfred... You have, like, a bedazzled rapier or something? <laughs> By the way, I have no shirt on. I just have a cloak. <laughs> just so you know that. And gloves. <laughs> so essentially you look like a superhero that belongs in a pride parade. <laughs> there you go. Pretty much. <laughs> I am all for that. <laughs> Super gay. <laughs> Basically Liberace, but gayer because you're shirtless. The best kind of gay, really. <laughs> Alfred, you have no amulet at the moment, do you? I do. I have an, I have an amulet that increases my constitution. Is Alfred garish enough to wear two amulets at the same time? He is. If I need to attune right. to it, I'll, I'll need to drop one of my attunements, but but yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, he is. <laughs> so you get an amulet that's a large, it's a fairly uh, large, but not, not too garish, <laughs> uh, ruby that is trimmed by what looks like, instead of being trimmed by like, like, you know how silver would trim a ruby or gold? It looks like uh, they've used a metal that looks almost like emerald to trim it. Hmm. It's going to be like reflecting a lot of sun in the battle. Going to get <laughs> shot by everyone. <laughs> there he is. Yeah. <laughs> that guy with two omelets. <laughs> omelets, omelets. <laughs> <laughs> Do I know who, or can I ask who the the old god is on my cloak? It's going to be the Sacred Flame. That's Mm. what's up. Can you use it to cast Sacred Flame? Um, So after this guy gives me this amulet, I go, thank you, but I'm not really into these fashion, uh, flashy (laughs) ornamentals, um, unless this does something. He says, nothing that Jordan ever gives anyone does nothing. Okay. It's kind of like a Yoda statement. <laughs> You're the guy from welcome. Mystery Men. <laughs> You're the Sphinx. Yeah. Yeah. So do we just organically find out what these things do? 
Well, I, I I can't remember what we decided with magic items at the very start. If oh, we wanted right. to like, I think I wasn't telling you what they did until they did something. If I remember correctly. Yeah, you wanted to remove the identify magic spell at the the identity spell. Yeah. And for us to find out on our own. Yeah. Is that still cool? Sure. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm inquisitive enough to try to figure out what it does. Is there <laughs> any? Is there any the arcana roll? <laughs> is there any arcana roll I can make to know what it does? I do tried to, to figure it out. <laughs> So you can, your arcana roll can tell you if it's magic or not, but that's all it can tell you. <laughs> I will inspect it because I will only wear a magic item. My arcana is a 22. It is indeed a magic item, but right. you can't tell what kind without detect magic. Okay. But you do sense the power flowing off of it. Uh, I was telling, uh, telling I need him to go stand 30 feet away from me. <laughs> I put an apple on my head so you uh, can try to... <laughs> <laughs> Better start with a pumpkin. <laughs> Thaddeus. Yep. Oh, I know what I'm giving you. A replacement mouse. Right. Because <laughs> he be cared so much about the last mouse you had. <laughs> Poor little guy. <laughs> yeah, you have an animated shield and your weapon of warning, so this is your last item you can be attuned to. Oh, okay. Thaddeus. Yes? You get given this bow. Mm-hmm. A long bow, beautiful light-colored wood, and it's got. It looks like a like a silver metal inlay in order to give it some strength and support. You can barely see the bow itself, the string, um, and they give you a quiver of arrows. My natural instinct, I pick it up and I like swing it to hit somebody. And <laughs> Azir stops me and he's like, "No, no, you do, you do this." And then he shows you how to use it like in Ghost with just both hands. <laughs> well, I, I'm like. I step on it and pull the string back. <laughs> I use my foot. I'm like, see, this is how you do it. I chose you because you had the decks, but I guess, yeah, that was the worst connection. I do crane style, stand on one leg and use my other foot to, like, draw the string back. Cool. So how many arrows do I get? 20. Uh, will you tell me the damage stats or, like, how am I going to? Uh, so as far as you know, it's a normal longbow at the moment. Okay. Which is 1d8 plus your dexterity modifier. Cool. I have way too much of this game memorized. (laughs) Okay. After you guys get these gifts, Michaels tells you that as long as we succeed, you may keep them. Oh. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you. If we don't succeed, you'll be dead and won't need them anyways. I appreciate that as well. That is logical. (laughs) What if we stay alive and you die? Who gets your stuff? (laughs) (laughs) Some younger, like, squire in the uh, background? That'd be me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Michaels looks back, shut up. <laughs> so what would you guys like to do to prep for the defense of the city? So here's here's how this is going to play out. You will each basically command a unit. We will role play the attack through that. Interesting. So what I want to know is what kind of unit are you looking at attacking? Or are you guys going to be your own unit that's going to do something else and let the city fight? You're going to sneak in and try and cause havoc from the rear, or etc., etc. Yeah. Um, He's going solo with his new cloak. (laughs) Thaddeus definitely wants to figure out if there are armaments, like, around. I don't even know. How how is, like, the castle or the area laid out? Like, is there a wall? Like, is there a funneling area? Or, like, a gate that we can funnel them into? Or So, to the east of Jordan's Crossing... Directly along its entire eastern, uh, sorry, along its entire western edge is the Great Dividing River. There is a single bridge going across the Great Dividing River into the Great Plains. And the Great Plains continues on to the west. Right across the bridge is a small keep 
that also doubles as a trading post for anything coming in from the Great Plains. So the small hamlets and stuff that are all around the outside of the city within a day's travel of Jordan's Crossing on the west side in the Great Plains, they all trade with the trading post at the keep and then that trades with Jordan's Crossing. So the hamlets need to be warned. The keep is probably a defensible place. Uh, there are no walls in Jordan's Crossing except for around the keep for the Jordan itself. Hmm. So you said we could control a unit? Yeah, so either you guys can be in charge of a unit that will do something, and I'll let you decide what the unit is kind of built for, or the four of you can be a unit and will uh, roleplay the the battle around us. I want to carouse a unit made up of uh, like locals who will fight. If, they, if there's a breach inside, they'll fight with me. I want to be a man of the people, and I think my persuasion might be able to help get those who might be too afraid to fight to take up any arms, whether it be a rolling pin or anything. Cool. Yeah, so like, yeah, a group group of commoners who are ready to defend the city if the gnolls get inside, get up close. And the people of Jordan's Crossing are very, very proud, so chances are you will have no problem finding. How, how about you give me a roll and tell me what it is your speech sounds like? It should definitely be in song form. Yes, I will. I, I will juggle for the people. <laughs> juggle for the juggle people. for the people. Some might say you're juggalo. Is this unit gonna be called the Juggalos? <laughs> Just a juggalo. Uh, so yes, I will. Uh, so I've got a twenty-five persuasion speech, and I tell the people that a great, a great darkness is coming upon us in the form of Knowles. Now listen, like all of you, I love Rock and Noel by Joan Jett. <laughs> But I think it's imperative that should these gnolls come to our fences, they may take our stone of holdings, they may try to take our amulets, but they will never take our freedom! <laughs> <laughs> nice. How about the rest of you, Harold? What are you going to do? Are there uh, <clears throat> other spellcasters in the castle? Oh, yes. I would like to get a unit together of spellcasters and figure out how we can uh, combine elements in ways to just do mass AOE. So you want to work with the university? Sure. Nice. Thaddeus, you want to work, uh, you you want to do armaments or, um, I mean, there's no real walls to speak of. So the thing I'm thinking, I kind of want to be both things, but part of me wants to be on the front lines, but then I know you said there are no walls, but there are, are there like turrets or any kind of um, high up areas where we could stand from and see that bridge that comes from the um, from the Great Plains? Yeah, we'll say that there's a gate on the bridge side. It would make sense that there would be at least that, but it's very informal, so it's only about 40 feet high. Yeah, actually this might, this might be fine. So I want to get together uh, any individual archers and kind of see if we can set up an archer position from there and then I guess my thought is if they breach that area I'll come down and take them on. So you get a bow and now you're just like a hot yeah, shot yeah. archer. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. I gotta figure out what it does sometime. So you could even be a forward scout position if you wish and go uh, you could station yourself at that small keep across the bridge. Yeah. First line defense style stuff. I'm also gonna ask if they have any big horns i'm going to requisition one horn player to alert everybody they do and you do his name is andy andy <laughs> oh god he has a name you know he's gonna die <laughs> andy the horn player what happened to the guy who got taken on the ship in the first session yeah he that just is a uh, good question jake 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, Jake. Jake. I tried We're to kill buddies. him. For State Farm. Yeah, you tried to shut him up. Yeah. Like killing him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wonder what did happen to Jake. I guess it's probably good I didn't. Or maybe, well, we don't know. Maybe don't Jake know. is Elon. Yeah, that's what I was say. Yeah. <laughs> He's Wait. Like trying to get his revenge. <laughs> Jake backwards is... <laughs> Catch. Catch. <laughs> <laughs> and uh Azir. Yeah, I'm uh I'm gonna I'm gonna try to go out with a scouting party, like at night. Or warn the other uh, and uh and just what's, what's that? You gotta warn the other groups, the other Yeah, so we uh, I wanna go forward uh in the time that we have to, to warn the villages, but then also go beyond uh into the grassland with a with a group of like stealthy either ninja type monks or um rogues or possibly blade bards <laughs> basically s- sneaky type people who can <laughs> see in the dark and uh we'd like to do some advanced rating and then so light engagement and harassment and then also um reporting back yeah sabotage and rating Yep. Do you have a very quiet speech you can give to them to get them to come? Just a silent nod. (laughs) Don't forget your omelets. (laughs) So you all will have, uh, you figure, because you guys were pretty fast on that ship, and he's got to figure out to get here time-wise, you probably have about six days before the attack will happen. Any questions? Yeah, um, so six days. Um, can we set up traps? Is that a thing? Yeah, what kind of traps would you like to set up? You'd have um, your unit doing it, so try and think. That's why I asked about the units first. Yeah, well, I mean, can, since we have six days, I mean, can we do more than one thing? Right, right. What I mean is, because you want to train with your unit, you need to make sure that you're doing stuff with them. So even if you're oh, setting okay. up traps, which is fine, you're doing it with your unit. Okay. What kind of traps? I mean, the typical bow trap is like you you put tar in the fields and then you shoot fire arrows once they get past a certain point you also put up those uh spike trap big spike logs what are they called palisades yeah is that what they're oh i was i was thinking of hedgehogs so you like scatter them out so that they're all they're on the ground yeah 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 so they're probably so you, you know you divvy them up a little bit and then also so they can't you kind of funnel them right yeah also if Talon did a wall of fire. If we shot arrows, if, would they light on fire, or would they just uh, would they just disintegrate as they go through? Um, he could make it thin enough that it would it would just light them on fire. Would that lessen the damage to them? No, I think you're thinking it, that sounds pretty amazing. Like if you set up a wall of fire suddenly and they shot through it, and then flaming arrows came out of the other side, that's pretty awesome. So it's not like <laughs> I'm going to say no to that. So. Cool. And we can still but if, do if that's the all oil you did. Too. Then then we'd have to talk about it, right? Like maybe there's something else. But keep in mind that things like a wall of fire, I think, remains re- requires concentration, which also requires line of sight, which means that Talon will have to see it to cast it which means that if you're going to have your magic users doing stuff like that, they'd have to be on the towers with you. I, I like the fire arrow with the oil slicks or something like that idea. So if we can't do the wall, I guess we can light them ourselves. I'll tell you what, since we're not doing this until next week, how about we do it like this? Uh, we'll end here with you guys prepping with your teams. Each of you can pick one sort of like siege or massive type of thing you want to do or use and email me before the next game and we'll prep it for that. That way it doesn't get too out of hand. Cool. Okay. Cool. Then here we fade to black. <laughs>